Welcome to Vintage Burn. This is our monthly bonus episode, Opinionated Pit. I'm K.K. Keva. Did you say oh, I can't K- beat that. Marco. <laughs> um, I- I'm just dog. I'm a little bit ra- ra- less racist than K.K.K. Kev. Jizo. You came on strong with that one, dude. Hey. Uh... Hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Marco's going to show you what the fuck to do here. <laughs> you know what? I Marco, I think you should kick it off because in the last week you brought up the new Todd Latore record and um, I'm sure you want to talk about it. So why don't you fill us in? Because I, I know I've been listening to it like crazy. Yeah, it's my number one uh, thing I wanted to talk about. I was joking, jokingly uh, texting with Doug last night. I'm like, we're going to do a song, this song by song breakdown tonight to talk about it. <laughs> no, but uh, no, it's a great release, man. Todd Latore is, of course, uh, the sing- current singer of Queensryche. He released a solo record called Rejoice on the Suffering, and uh, I cannot stop listening to it. I listened to it today. I don't think I listened to it yesterday, but I've probably listened to it like 12 times since I discovered that record. Do you listen to it when you touch yourself? Uh, No, I don't listen to music (laughs) when I touch myself. Um, Hey, when when did this one drop, Marco? Is this like just 2021, or has it been out for a bit? No, it came out this year. I'm not not exactly sure on the date. What happened was... uh, uh, a friend of mine on Facebook, I'll, I'll give him some credit. I don't know his real last name, but John Wop. He uh, put it on. He put it up and, uh, you know, he, he some glowing words, better than Kreisreich, heavier and, and whatever, whatever. So I, I, I decided to just click on it and I listened to it on YouTube and it was awesome. And then uh, I listened to it in my car and then I bought the vinyl and now I'm like a mega super fan. Like I, I, po- I post on his posts all the time. He responds. He's a nice guy. And I love it. It makes it makes me happy when artists actually respond to you and stuff, which is which is nice. Yeah, they have the human aspect, you know. They they're, they're not just some you know greedy bastard who's just you know they're in it for the fans, they're in it for the right reasons. And he seems like he is. Yeah, he appre- right. He appreciates it. But yeah, I mean, it's a marvelous album, man. As I described it to you guys in a text, it's like a Swiss Army knife album. You got yeah, some prog. Perfect. You got some old school. You got some even thrashy elements. Uh, and in the vocals, man, you got the, the Jeff Tate sound. I, I hear World Day and I hear Bruce Dickinson. There's even like almost like a not quite death metal track, but one by one in the bonuses where he's like kind of screaming. I hear Halford. Oh, and yeah. I, I just think Dude. it's just like an all around just litany of all types of metal. And, and I just really appreciate that record. Yeah, just well-rounded, yeah. good fucking album. Yep, it's great. It's definitely it's definitely a great record. And it's only him and his best friend. I guess their longtime best friends, Craig Blackwell. I don't know much about Craig Blackwell. I probably could just Google him. But he played guitars and bass, and uh, Latori did uh, vocals and drums. And I didn't even know this until just kind of looking into you know his musical career that he's a a school trained drummer. I mean, or by trade, that's what he uh, and pretty good progressive drummer. I'll I'll add because some of the stuff he did on his album. I mean, he's great. He's a phenomenal drummer, uh, and I, I just couldn't believe it. So I, I think we're going to see a lot more amazing uh, work from him. Uh, this is this first record. I mean, it's probably I can't imagine what the reviews are like. You know, it's uh, God. I, I wish this, there was a tour. I'd love to go see him on tour. Me too, man. Me too. Me too. Do you think that'll be an option a tour with him, or do you think that's a conflict of interest with Queensrÿche and that whole gig? Who knows? Like how active are they right now? Uh, well, nobody's active, but I mean, they're active. Like their their last record came out last year, um, uh, or or in twenty nineteen, and it's an amazing album. I mean, that's one night Marco and I went down a um, a rabbit hole for Queensrÿche, and I told him how much I love the the Todd records uh, musically and vocally, and then obviously we went back to Tate stuff and um, went down that rabbit hole. But I mean. The new records are great, you know. It's definitely not the original lineup, not the original drummer. Um, I think Chris, the original songwriter and stuff, is gone, so they, they've kind of mixed it up. Um, but, Doug, do you remember when we saw Ghost Ship Octavius? Yes, I was actually just going to bring that up. Yeah, yeah, the guitar player on that tour that we, we met. He's, so he's, he's, st- he's still current? 
He's still current, right? I believe so. Yeah, and I don't think he's a main song contributor. He's, I think he's just their, their, like a, you know, their prog technical guitar noodler. Kind of like a <laughs> technical noodler. Kind of like a like yeah. a hired gun. And, yeah, and for, pretty much. And for the record, most people don't know this, but it's actually pronounced Jeff Taint. Oh Jesus! He actually had his own wine for a while too. I, I think it's still kind of a thing. I don't know if he has a winery or if he's just kind of hopping on the. The bandwagon, but a couple friends hey. had uh, an, uh, a bottle opening of the Jeff Tate uh, uh, wine, and they said it was okay. We, uh, w- when we can get back to shows, we've missed Jeff Tate like three times, right, right, like half hour away from me in Derry, or or um, uh, there somewhere on ninety three South in in New Hampshire. He was playing at one of the places he goes to all the time. So next time. If if they ever come back this way, we should go see Jeff Tate's Queens Right. No shit. Oh, I'd be down. What, what yeah. does he call that? Operation Mind Crime, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just to let you know, Craig Blackwell. Nothing that I really know much about. He uh, was in a band called Disciples of Mayhem. Is in a band called Disciples of Mayhem. They formed in 2013. And then he was in a band called Infrared. Never heard of them. And then. He did do session work with Queensryche on keyboards on the 2019 album, The Verdict, or the song, The Verdict. And he produced a Circle to Circle album, which I know of because they played one of the cruises, but I didn't watch them. But that's his, that's all he's done as far as I can see. All right. So he's got, he's, he's got a little bit of history, especially with the Queensryche, you know, mm-hmm. as far as, you know, dabbling. Um, but anyway. All right. So um, one thing I wanted to touch on too, um, actually, quick fun side note about horror. I know it's not metal, but uh, Dexter is filming currently. Kevin, I know you'd be excited about this. And they're like, they're in West Boylston, which is probably twenty minutes west from me, which is kind of cool. I'm laying the plastic down as we speak. <laughs> Attaboy! I knew you would. I remember when you were in college, I used to come over and would just fucking binge Dexter for hours. Oh, I can't fucking wait. That's that's awesome news. Yeah, you're 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 basically like the Dexter's doppelganger. Um, now, so just hold on, just to stick to Dexter. Who was his best uh, enemy, uh, Kevin? What do you think? Man, that's a hard one. Um, I can't I can't remember the the character's name because I'd have to go back and revisit it. But it was definitely uh, the dude from um, Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah, John Lithgow. John Lithgow, fucking, he just crushed yeah, it. Was it. The, uh, yeah, the something killer. What he was, was devastating. Was he was killer. just devastating, yeah. and he and he would, you know what I mean? Like the way that he would play on Dexter's emotions. And so, I mean, he was just brutal. I mean, he fucking killed Dexter's wife. Mm. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? He killed. Yeah, man, Rita. I can't. Yeah, killed Rita. That was brutal, <laughs> man. That's still like one of the worst scenes. Still one of the worst. I'm thinking about it now. Jesus. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to revisiting that series and then kind of checking out the new season when it finally comes out. Yep, definitely. Uh, so something I want to touch on, um, I got a list from, I think it was Louder, Metal, something, some generic site, but it's kind of like the 50 most anticipated albums of 2021, and I only took the ones we would kind of um, be interested in. Uh, so I'm going to name off... Some that all right. So Kevin, Ghost is coming out their fifth studio album. I'm sure you're psyched about that one. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, Gojira, Mashuga, uh, Rammstein, all bands that people adore, but I'm not. I personally have never gotten into. Do you guys have any feelings on those? Oh, I love Gojira. The new song they released. Uh, actually, it's on my list to talk about. But the new song they released, and I wish I wrote down the name of the song, but it's called "Born to Be Something." And uh, I listened to it a couple times today. Actually, it's right here. It's on my YouTube. Let's see. Let's see. It's Born born for One Thing. And, uh, yeah, excellent jam. The beginning reminds me of almost like Chaos AD, Sepultura. And then it has that Gojira sound in the middle. I just think they're a fantastic band, man. I, I never gave them the time of day for a long time. And then I heard From Mars to Sirius. And that was it, man. I, I'm hooked on that shit. So I can't wait for that record. It's not coming out until uh, almost May. but Yeah, but at least it's in the horizon, so... Um, Ozzy's coming out with an album too. Um, allegedly he's got producer Andrew Watt. I know, but the, the, the interesting thing is 
allegedly he's gonna have Met- members of Metallica, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and Foo Fighters. So I'm curious. I'm kind of hey, curious. You know what? Like, the, last record, the last record wasn't terrible, man. The last record was better than most of the shit he put out uh, right after the best guitar. Well, one of the best guitar players um, was fired. So, and that's uh, me and Marco. I think we always agree on this. That's off of the, is it 1986 or 1987's um, Ultimate Sin? I believe it's 86. 86? Yeah, man. That's yeah, kind of so. like... It's uh, this record. There's so much good stuff on it, and I think he had Slash playing guitar, which was interesting. So this new record's not bad. There's there's like one or two songs that they, the record company definitely told him to put on, especially the one with that fucking post retired on there. Oh, I'm sorry, post special needs. Should use the word retired. Uh, <laughs> Why, what's wrong with what's wrong with Posty? Oh, that's uh, it's wrong with me. Him and his auto-tune bullshit. They're like, he's so talented. No, you know what, though? He, he's a metalhead. You know, he likes metal. He just does his thing. I mean, it, it is what yeah, it is. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not I'm, like I'm a, just, a I'm just jealous because he is hideous, and he's got face tattoos, and he's a millionaire. So, you know, that's just on me. He looks maybe, like a Chipotle maybe. bag. He definitely he looks, looks like, like a Chipotle sure. bag. But I uh, he is pretty, but I... I, I I respect him, man. I, I th- he does what he does, and he still he still has Megadeth tattoos and shit. It's pretty cool. Oh no shit. Yeah, he loves Megadeth. Oh man, just so like I, us. I'm not familiar with his music per se, but I did watch, <laughs> just like us. I did watch a thing of him doing like Nirvana covers and him playing guitar and singing. I'm like, you know what? You know, he from what I've seen of Post Malone, he's actually not. He's actually very talented. I don't know anything of his original yeah. material though. <laughs> and an- another thing is a lot of metalheads actually like Post Malone. I see it on Facebook all the time, like a lot of metalheads posting about how they like him. So I don't post. know. I'm not personally into him, but. Post and post. Post and post. Post and post. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Rob Zombie dropped a single, which I know he's old news, but people still care about him. So he dropped a single called The Triumph of King Freak. I haven't yeah, heard it. Not in my his, uh, I'll be honest, his um, last I. couple of records are a lot better than anything he's put out in, in the last couple of years because he's got John Five helping to write stuff, and John Five's extremely talented. All right, so maybe it's worth a listen then. It is. Plus- it's, uh, it's a good man. It's a good combination of White Zombie and stuff like that, man. It's it's good. The last the last two records have been really really good. Plus, Rob Zombie's a fellow vegan, so it's kind of nice to have a. Uh... Someone besides fucking what's her name from Arch Enemy uh, and the vegan scene in the metal realm, oh, except for God. Millie. Millie, Millie from Creators by far my favorite metalhead vegan though. Just throwing that out there. Hey, um, and, and also, and also, he's from Massachusetts, so there you go. That's true too. He's got a local connection, and I don't hate his. Mm-hmm. I don't hate Lords of Salem. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, I was gonna say I don't hate his movies, but I don't hate Lords of Salem. Um, you know, I, he gets a lot of shit, but he's... You, you hate it that bad, huh? Yeah, it sucked. It was terrible. It, I, it, yeah, that was I a like, tough one. I'd have I to visit it. I like the premise, and I, they could have done... He could have done a little bit more with it, I thought, but... Okay, I'll I mean, say this. I'm just, I know this isn't a movie discussion tonight, but you know what? I would take Lords of Salem any day over Hereditary. You know, I still haven't seen Hereditary. That's on the just fast second forward, top list. Just fast forward the fucking two hours to the last twenty minutes, and then and then realize that you wasted your entire two hours to dissect a movie that was terrible. That's just crazy talk. No, you know, it's terrible, I'm not man. saying I'm, I'm not scene... saying that Hereditary is a terrible movie, but it's it's way better than Lords of Salem. Lords of Salem is a piece of shit. The it's best, like scene, in that, the the best scene in that movie is when that little fucking gremlin gets her head knocked off. Just, I couldn't stand listening to that. That was it. Yeah, but and at least it finally. has suspense and it keeps you, it keeps you entertained until the end. I agree. I didn't like the ending either, but suspense? it was entertaining What's the suspense? whole way through. Lords of, Lords of Salem was just a piece of shit from start to finish. But anyway, let's go. What, what other albums we got? <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe we should, all right, we, we we talked uh, off off record um, about list you know movies we're gonna do and we talked about one podcast just about like maybe doing three or four different movies and just things we generally hate you know what I mean 
we're always usually agreeing on most movies, but we needed something to rip apart. We need something to throw to the wolves. So let's Fuck add. Hereditary. Let's add. Fuck all right, Hereditary's already on there. Let's add Lords of Salem, and I think we have one more. I'll have to look it up, but that won't be until the summer. But that'll be fun. It'll be fucking the summer of hate. Um, I will not watch Lords of Salem again. So. <laughs> all right. Wait. So wait. The the black gentleman in Lords of Salem was. Somebody though, what was he from? Uh, was he was it Dawn of the Dead? I don't remember. Just... I erased that whole movie from my memory. So no. all right, it's all gone. All Except right, well, the witch tits. He never forgot the witch tits. The witch tits. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so we'll, we'll we'll get back to that in uh, hate August. But all right, so Anthrax has another one coming out this year. Um, Fall up to Four All Kings, which yeah, I know that. I know me, me and Kevin really like. I know Marco really likes the last one before it as well. No, I mean, I like For All Kings, but I think it has a lot of generic-ass riffs. Like, Suzerain, I think, is a generic-ass song. I hate Breathing Lightning. I love the, the title track, though. The title track's magnificent. Yeah. That's probably uh, my favorite Anthrax song. That's probably my favorite Anthrax song written in the last, probably since Persistence of Time. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, For All Kings and uh, Monster at the End. Those two, like, back-to-back. That makes that album. Yeah, Monster at the End's okay, I, I, but Breathing Lightning just makes me want to throw up. No, that's... Fucking song. I remember when I first got my Jeep, I had series or whatever, came free, and fucking they would play Jose Mang and the Satanic fucking Hispanic or whatever. That's all he'd ever play, and I'm like, no, play anything else. I know you're getting a list of shit to play because it's new, but, like, you know, be, be different. Play other shit. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read off a ton just because we could talk about each one for an hour, but so we got... Evil, we got Perturbator. Kev, I know you're into the synth wave nowadays. Evil, yeah, yep. Um, the Drake, what Drake, what's his name's back in the band, and I think he's taking vocal duties for the gentleman who passed away. I don't know his name, unfortunately. Wait, wait, wait. Who who passed away? Um, well, there was I think brother. Were they brothers? Yeah, dude. Ollie, Ollie, Ollie Drake's a guitar player. Are you saying his brother, Pat, the youngest, the younger one, Matt Drake, passed away? Oh well, now now I'm on the spot. I, I want the way are I read you, the, the way I read this article. Fake news? Are you spreading fake news <laughs> on the internet, Doug? Is this gonna right. go viral? We'll skip Fun. this for now because I don't want to fucking announce podcast. someone's fake death. Podcast announces death of Evil Singer. <laughs> well, because oh, it said it that it, it said that Drake was taking over vocals for like deceased. Not no, not deceased. <laughs> I'm making up. I'm making up words here. All right, you know what? I'll I'll do a little research once I read these off. Um, oh, so F- Fear Factory, yeah, Abbott. Hold on, hold on. I don't think he's dead. There, there was a guy. News. I don't know. I'm looking at all their members, and nobody's dead on this. He left this the list. band. Matt Drake left the. Oh band. wait a minute. I'm sorry. The bassist did die. The bassist, oh, Mike yeah, Alexander. Bassist. I just found it. But I don't oh, know if he was the bass. singer though. Well, all right. At least it was the bass player. Well, no. <laughs> yeah, he was just he was just backing vocals, but no, it wasn't him. But Mike Matt Drake did leave uh, the band. All right, I'm so. going. I'll, I'll pull up the. All right, I'm going to read this off. And I'm going to pull up the thing that I read. That kind of uh, I should have done a little bit more research. But hold on. So we got Fear Factory, Abbott, Carcass, Death Haven, which I don't know if you guys like or not. I'm not too familiar with, but I know a friend of a friend who's in the band. Yeah, I Steph still don't Heaven. know him, though. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Death uh, Heaven, isn't it? It's Death Heaven, yeah. I'm just reading my writing yeah. wrong. Uh, Cradle Filth, At the Gates, Exodus, King Diamond, Merciful Fate. The Institute is finally supposed to be coming out. Kevin, Times of Grace is putting out another one. Yep. Uh, Scorpions is putting out their 19th fucking studio album. Hmm. Uh, and then Violence, um, Phil Demmel's all about it. And... Uh, me and Marco actually met him on the cruise a few times, and fucking, he, he's looking a lot better. What was it uh, after a cancer scare, Marco? Uh, you, you're not talking, no, Phil Demmel, not Phil Demmel, the singer, uh, Sean uh, Killian. Oh, then who, which, who, who's Phil then? Phil is the guitar player. Yeah. Oh, Phil it, plays guitar. He's, he's uh, in um, Machine Violence, Head. Machine Head. <clears throat> Kevin, uh, Kevin, Jesus, Doug, Doug is full of misinformation today. I know. And I don't know he's if you're spreading but... fake news tonight. Yeah, another one, another one uh, that's coming out uh, that I actually did like the first track they released is a Cannibal Corpse record too. So 
I don't know if you said that one, but I don't remember hearing it. A couple more, uh, well, underground releases, Doug, that I'm, I'm sure that you will be happy about. A new Pharaoh record, um, and then a new Dofka record are supposed to drop. And Dofka is supposed to be releasing his work with uh, Tim Amar from back in the day on vinyl, the Psycho, the, um, Psycho Scream album from the 80s. Oh, no shit, huh? That would be fucking killer, too. Really good progressive uh, metal. So, But I'm definitely pumped for the new Pharaoh. I was going to say, that's been my kick lately. Anything Chris Black, really, um, who is a member of Pharaoh, writes music in Pharaoh. Um, and if you don't know Pharaoh, I mean, speaking of kind of like keeping on track here with the toddler, with Tory stuff, man, I mean, great, great progressive uh power metal band i don't even know if they're power metal but i mean i guess i would classify them that because they play prog power or whatever in georgia so um great band man really underground it's sad because they're they're just one of my favorites i think they're they're like a, just a more progressive heavier iron maiden in a lot of ways and uh they just crush it tim amar is a great vocalist uh you guys might know him from um control denied his project that he worked with um chuck schuldner and he's he's done a bunch of other shit. He's in another new band that I've been into. Oh, I'm gonna have to look up the name in a minute. Uh, Helios. He's in a new band called Helios. They just dropped a demo, and it's fucking killer. It's kind of like '80s uh, rock. I, I just I, the only way I can describe it is it's like heavier Skid Row. Hmm. It's good, really fucking good. And Tim and Myers vocals just crushed still in 2021. He sounds awesome. So I'm I'm pumped to hear the new Pharaoh record. Um, but yeah, Chris Black, I've just been on a, a Chris Black kick, Dawnbringer, High Spirits, uh, he's got a new band, they're like psychedelic rock that I've been really getting into called Actor, and that's, uh, that's A-K-T-O-R, you'll, you'll, you'll see a couple artists like that, but he's got a real cool metal looking, uh, logo for it, so it, you'll, you'll be able to <coughs> decipher whether it's, uh, you know, electronica or if it's rock, so, but that's Actor, um, I would say it's like a. I just listened to the the album tonight. It's called Placebo. It's it's on every streaming platform. Came out in late 2020. Uh, really cool cover, like a drawing of a pill with skulls inside um, of the pill the the pill itself. And uh, it's like psychedelic. It's basically like Pink Floyd on crack. It's it's fucking good, man. And uh, Chris is singing on it, Doug. Oh, he's singing on this one. Yeah. So, so ba- basically uh, something Doug will never listen to. Probably, uh, but he loves high spirits. Yeah, I do. He loves Pink Floyd on crack doesn't sound like a Doug thing. I don't but know. Going back, go back to your prog power thing, uh, Overkill played prog power. They ain't prog. Mm. Yeah, I don't know how to <laughs> – Doug, I mean, where would you play Sparrow, man? They're, 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 like, they're like thrashy prog – I don't know. They're, they're just great yeah. fucking heavy metal. Great yeah, heavy metal. I'm, they're definitely like progressive, like power metal. I guess the best way to Mar- Marco likes a song. He, I played it for him one night. He'll never probably doesn't remember, but I don't. But I'm probably sure. Yeah. Was I drunk? We probably had some beverages. Yeah, I played fighting, Kev. <laughs> oh yeah, nice, Marco. Look, while you're on this pod kick, just listen to a couple of their albums. You might you might actually finally be like, oh shit, yeah, I've been missing this. Yeah, I may or may not. I don't know. We'll fi- we'll figure that out in time. I'm very, I'm very stubborn. Yeah, we know. We know, we know you. <laughs> yeah, you know me. I'm, I'm easy but stubborn. Um, yeah, okay, right, hey. the music, I'm stubborn. So I found the article um, with Ollie Drake back in the fold and taking over vocals for departed but not dead brother Matt. Yvonne said to make a furious comeback. With a thrash-tastic heavy new material in 2021. So, I guess apparently Daily Departed and Departed are two different things. Whatever. That's just weird. I don't know, man. I love, I, you know, I like the vile for the vocals because Matt had a lot of James Hetfield in him. And mm-hmm. um, they were just, man, they were a really good band. Nothing original about them. Nothing fantastic that you're going you're gonna to think like, oh, man, these guys are super original. Ollie Drake's a fucking amazing guitar player. So, uh I don't know. Should be interesting. Yeah, well, um, I'm kind of looking forward to that one. I, I remember we had the chance of seeing them once right before the bases passed away at, at that uh, Overkill, Forbidden, Evile, Wanted by Blood, Gamma Bomb, 
And then I think Cryptor opened, a local band from Massachusetts, or from Marlboro, from my city, which is pretty rad. Um, but that was that was a fun show. And a lot of those bands, like, God knows if Gamma Bomb or Band of Bonded by Blood have ever really toured again, other than the cruise and stuff, you know? I think Gamma Bomb's from, what, Ireland? So they probably yeah, never come over yeah. here. And they just what put happened? on... They played the... They played the cruise. I know that they definitely played the cruise. So what happened that, to Crypto? Did, the they, did they grow up and get big boy jobs? No, but they yeah. disbanded. Um, yeah. a, a couple cats I know. One, one's a cool shit. I don't think he's doing anything musically. Another friend, um, Russell. He's in a, a black metal band, two metal, two uh, two piece black metal band called Sanguine Moon. Um, and I remember seeing him down in Providence with uh, Bog of the Infidel and another black metal band, Witch King. And they were fucking. They, I, I want to say I. I almost want to say they stole the show. And they were probably only like six months old at the time. Just got, just good shit. It's got heart. It's got soul. It's got all the shit you want. De- depressive black metal. Yeah, isn't one of them the singer for Malleus now or something? Oh yeah, that's true. So Nate, the singer of Cryptor, went on to sing on or is singing for Malleus now, or at least he was when yeah. sh- shows were still a thing. I don't know. I haven't heard otherwise, but you're right. Good call. Malleus, as I, I like to call them, Celtic Frost Jr. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but, they, but they are good live, though. They are good. No, I like I like their first record a lot, and he's not on that album. But, uh, but looking forward to the most for me is Carcass, man. I can't wait. Anytime Carcass is releasing Ooh, yeah. something, it's right. your anticipation, man. That's, that's my album yeah. that I can't wait for this year. Yeah, yeah. Now, all right, so Carcass or Megadeth? Oh, Carcass still. Still, huh? Okay. Um, well, Carcass, so... car- Carcass, Surgical Steel is better than anything Megadeth's done since, I don't know, fucking forever. And uh, even their EP, I think, is better than anything Megadeth's done. So I just think they're... What do you mean you won't better. pick me, now, Marco? Granted, now, granted, uh, Megadeth has put out, like, what, would you say five times the amount of music they put out in their career? You know what I yeah. mean? So I know it's 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 comparing. It's hard to compare, you know. But uh, but I just I mean, like Car- Carcass's current product. There's something about uh, Carcass is have mastered. They've mastered grindcore, death metal, and melodic death metal, and fucking excelled in all three plus some. You know, Carcass is just fucking un- untouchable. Even I know you're. I- I'm not totally as familiar as you are with Swan Song, but do you yeah, still I'm like not, that album? Yeah, I like it. I like it. I don't listen to it often, but I don't mind it. It when I'm in just the mood for a rocking album with like stupid Jeff Walker uh, fucking vocals, there you go. <laughs> that's the one to do it with. But it's like listening to Zeppelin with really ugly voice. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. You no, know, it's it's it, well. Jeff Walker hates his own voice. He he will tell you that he hates it. He hates being a singer, but he just does it just because he does it. That's it. It's just because he's got no no fucking choice now. He's 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 sucked in. Hey. Um, speaking Super of Megadeth, nice guy. oh, sweetheart, and I believe he's still vegan or at least vegetarian still. I know at one time I all the carcass care. was. Doug, I don't care. He <laughs> I just got to. I just got <laughs> to drop some hints. Because somebody, somebody's a vegan, we have to talk about him. Stop stop with that. Doug, Doug no, we're going to nope. attach that picture that Caruso sent. <laughs> the vegan picture. <laughs> oh, from fucking, uh, fucking pickles. Oh man, yeah. I call it the dirty yeah. V word. The, the vegan with the a... missing the missing penis. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I gotta watch that episode. Uh, so speaking of Megadeth, we got um, Dave Mustaine just left Dean. He's been with them since 2006, and now he's uh, on to Gibson. So, and allegedly they're gonna put out some flying bees and a goose guitar, a goose an acoustic guitar. Yeah, it's Gibson trying to get their profile back up. They've been kind of unpopular for some years now. Yeah, and who better than fucking God, guitar God Dave Mustaine? Yeah, 60-year-old I'm, I'm, Dave Mustaine. I'm ready for that record, though, man. I can't wait to hear, um, you know, with Van Buren on drums and, and how – because when I saw those guys at Hampton Beach Casino, they are so fucking tight, so tight, Great White Buffalo. It was so good, man. It was really, really good. I mean, keep, all of the songs that they played from Rust and Peace. It was. It's the best lineup that I've seen of Megadeth, and we've seen we've seen several lineups. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, gentlemen, excuse me for one moment. All right. 
Please talk amongst yourselves. Okay. Thank oh. you. All right. So, Marco, what else? What else do you have? Uh, uh, as far as just other things, yeah, I, I got, it's just a funny article. I just want to mention it right here. It's I, I was reading it earlier, and I got it in front of me. So it's heavy metal can help lower blood pressure, pressure, heart rate, and all that stuff. And uh, the study <laughs> recruited fifteen hundred forty adults and uh, did a series of mental stress tests. And then they uh, did various like Spotify playlists, and then they found that it decreases your blood pressure eighty nine percent of of the people studied, and reduced the heart rate in eighteen percent of the listeners. So it's funny. Every time these things pop up, it makes me laugh because they do all these studies on metal, and it all seems to be good for you. Yeah. What was the study too? I think there was a study too about um, the intelligence level of of a typical metalhead. Yes is higher, which is great. I know, like, my boss told me I need to stop listening to metal because he thinks that it's um, causing me to be angry, <laughs> which I was like, oh, no, yeah. dude, total opposite. I'm like, uh, it's definitely not the metal. Like, if anything, that's metal just you. is my savior. Yeah, but I mean, that's it's just the same you. for me, man. It's my outlet, you know? I, I Listening yeah. to metal gets me pumped up when I work out. It's it's when I'm stressed out, there's nothing like jamming out to some metal, man. It's... um. Or even just talking about it, you know, doing stuff like this. So I believe it. I believe that medical, metal and classical minds are, are of the same intelligence level. And, oh, yeah. Uh, just, just to read the last uh, little paragraph on it. It says, conversely, the metal tunes cause an increase in blood pressure for 11% of participants. The 80s pop, a BP spike in 4%. So still the number of respondents showing off blood pressure decrease and drop in heart rate would seem to prove that metal can have a soothing effect. I love it. <laughs> to, quote, to quote the great offspring, even music can calm, the, no, can soothe. Help me out here, Margo. The savage beast? I, I have no idea. What the fuck? It, it's, um, it's the very beginning. Music can soothe the savage beast? The savage beast. Thank you. I was looking for the adjective. Mm. Thank you. I had pee on the brain, so I couldn't think of it. Now I'm better. Um, so something Marco wanted to talk about, which I did too, and it was funny. You text me right when I was kind of trying to just jot some shit down uh, about Behemoth and Nurgle, a.k.a. Nigel. <laughs> I was going to say that too, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel and the boys. I remember that. You Nigel remember that, and the boys. Nigel and the boys? No, I don't. What's that from? Yeah, do you remember that? That's no, when we were recording a podcast and we were Doug was reviewing a show, a Behemoth and at the Gates, and uh, we asked him how Behemoth was, or I asked him, and he's like, "Well, Nigel and the boys." <laughs> Nigel and the boys. <laughs> I'll never forget. Well, I re-listened to the podcasts here and there, so because I want to get better. But uh, so so I've heard it a couple times. But anyway, I think I think that was. I think that was the Conjuring podcast. If I don't, I, we're actually at your house, Kev. Jeez, way to pay attention, Kev. Get with it. I uh, don't remember which one, but definitely one of them. But go ahead. Um, so Nurgle is starting a campaign slash fundraiser against basically the Polish government called Ordo Blast Blastima, um, because he keeps he keeps getting sued for hurting quote unquote hurting religious feelings. So backstory is the government has a thing basically worked into their quote-unquote constitution called uh, Blastima Kes and it basically means they can jail, fine, or, or bully you as they see fit if it's, uh, you know, if it's blasphemous in any way, shape, or form. You know in the states we kind of have like separation from church and state, you know, it's like the government can't prosecute you for your beliefs and, and uh, over there they really don't have freedom of speech like we do here. And if we're not fucking careful, keep it going, America. That's how we're going to end up again. Going to get fucking fined for trying to, you know, have an open mind. But uh, so he, he said in an interview earlier that, like, many – he's like, there's many pedophile crimes that are being just wiped away. He's like, but somehow I'm in court within days, you know, of posting a photo. Or I, I have a letter in the mail within days of posting a photo. And there's pedophiles being – just wiped away clean. He's like the fucking, just the whole justice system is so fucked up in Poland. Um, they're using a Catholic fundamental regime to bully artists. And, 
and have a war on artistic expression, and he's trying to shut that down. And that's what his whole his whole campaign is about right now. But he also got, he got convicted of offending religious feelings. So yeah, he he said that he's norm normally he's um, been able to kind of like you know a lot of red tape and kind of like brush it off. So he's been convicted, and it's the equivalent of four thousand ish American dollars. And he contested it, and now it's going to court. And it's, it's more, you know, he's got the money. It's not about the money. It's more about it's the principle. You know, he's like, he's like, I'm fighting for myself and all the, the Polish artists who are free being. Self-free speech. speech, man, you know. They don't have, they don't have freedom of speech. I, and not to get political, because a lot of people will say, well, that's what happens when you vote for far-right politician and blah 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 but look the, the, a lot of this stuff we see here and it, and it comes from it comes from another side right it comes from the left side where we're suppressing freedom of speech here and in, in, in other ways you can't say that that's hate speech anything's hate speech today but in that country it happens to be on the right side they're they're obviously uh very religious in poland i, I and i don't know what their religious beliefs are. i don't know if it's christianity or fucking i'm pretty sure it's probably christianity right yeah mostly and, and he mocks it, it is, but it's yeah. it's freedom of speech. They don't have it. Um, it has nothing to do with them being nationalistic. You can fucking cross that off the list. Just because they're nationalistic doesn't mean it's all part of one one side of a government. But they're they're you know they're and he loves Poland. He owns barbershops there. He he hasn't left. Like and that's his thing is he's like I'm not leaving Poland. I'm gonna fucking stay here. He's got businesses that are thriving there. Um, and it was an interview with him that I watched like live and he, and he was like taking, taking the crew around to his barbershops and stuff. And he does very well for himself actually. Um, and and he was just like, yeah, I go to court like a couple times a year. Like this isn't, he knows he's always going to court, (laughs) but it's, it's just crazy. Cause that's, it's all religion stuff there. It's not like anything else. Like for him, it's just religious shit. Like, yeah. uh, Yeah. He got, he got, you know, put to court for, putting a picture of him stepping on the Virgin Mary's head. What was another one? I just saw another one and I lost it. Shit. Um, he got in trouble for ripping up a Bible saying it was a, it's a book of lies and you know what I mean? That's the one, man. That's the one. Yeah. yeah that's the one I was looking for. Well, I mean, uh, but yeah, it, so it seems to be more religion, uh, religion based over there. I don't know. You know, I've been to Poland and I think there's definitely some far right shit going on. I'm not going to, you know, speak too much on it from what I, the little bit I saw. I mean, I was there for five days. Um, and, uh, but still, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy, man, that like, you know, you can't say shit. Like you could say whatever you want to hear about that stuff, you know? Yeah. You may fund somebody, but you can't go to jail for it or you can't get convicted for it, which is great. You know? And I think like, it, you know, it makes me feel better about living here, even though I think the state of this country shit, but, uh, it's much better than living in other certain places right now. Yeah, Absolutely. This is the United States of America, and you have the right to hate who you want. So let's start busting heads. That's right. Peter Steele's a genius. He he kind of is. And that whole song, it's you know, it's it's basically like anti-racism when you think about it. You know, it's and we've gotten we've gone so far. You know, and that like like you said, Mark. I, I'm I, we don't get too too political, but this kind of touches on this article. You know, but the state of America is not the greatest. You know what I mean? We have our issues, but but we have, we do have, I can say, I hate this, I hate that, and that's my right. Over there, you know, we have, like I said, we have the separation of church and state, you know? Over there, it's just one big fucking, one big entity, and they can fuck you for whatever they want, you know? Yeah, but the state sure wants their money when you get married in a church, don't they? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I'm sure they like Nurgle's taxes, too, because he generates revenue worldwide bringing that that home Mm -hmm. and he and and again he stays there you know like he could easily just relocate to la or wherever in the united states i think i think he does have a home in la i swear probably just about the same name and we sold a shirt to somebody (laughs) uh, named uh his name basically without the nurgle in it alex delensky delensky yeah but it was the same exact name except the first name was a little off yeah, it was. It tells me it was very close. Him. I was also gonna be like, if I'll send this to you for free if you just admit that you're him, you can prove it. Fuck it, why not? Hey, Nurgle, if you ever hear this, did you buy a, an immolation shirt recently? <laughs> That's all. Uh, so a, a lot of people are kind of like, 
Um, you know, a lot of people like, you know, good for him. He's pro free speech, especially in this country where it's oppressed. And But then there's a lot of people on the other side saying like, how dare he? He's got a God complex. How dare he ask for money for Poland when Americans are suffering? And it's like, I guess it's all fucking subjective. And some people, it's all, it all depends on where you fall. Isn't everything, man? Look, you everything's subjective. You can't keep, yeah, yeah you, everything's subjective. And you can't keep everybody happy, no matter what you do. So it is what it is. There's going to be people bitching. There's going to be people complaining. And there's going to be people, people supporting you know, it is. It's going to go that way in anything you do. So with that, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. All these haters can hate. That's all yep. I'm going to say. Haters going to hate. Fuck. And I think he's already raised like seven, seven grand. I think American um, out of his like twenty grand, uh, two, uh, twenty thousand dollar like goal. So, and this yeah. and this is pretty recent too. So I might even kick some. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I. I we, we, it's, I don't say it's a privilege in the U.S., but it's something that a lot of people come to take for granted, and it's going to fuck them in the long run because of the whole PC cancel culture. Like, you know, that, that, what, what our country is based on, you know, we're, we're slowly stripping that from ourselves, and we're going to end up just like fucking Poland. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I agree in certain aspects. Sure, absolutely. Uh, uh, yeah, the way with the way it's going in like twenty years, this country, yeah, it's it's already divided. So it is what yeah. it is. I don't want to get political because I hate getting it, political. It, but. Yeah, it's just going to be a different party classification. That's all it is. Marco, do you but remember Demolition? Go ahead. Do, do you remember Demolition Man with I think Sandra Bullock and fucking what's yeah. his name? Uh, Taco who's Bell. The- Taco Bell. Yeah, Taco Bell. Every restaurant is Taco Bell. Because people <laughs> love Taco Bell, so they made every restaurant Taco Bell. That's I forgot about, about that. You, you talk about Wesley Pipes. Wesley, yes, yes, yes. Snipes. Wesley Pipes. <laughs> I, I I almost said Dennis Rodman, but yeah, Wesley Wesley Snipes. Um, but do you remember like when they're you know um, they're walking down the street and she swears and all of a sudden like a machine like spits out a ticket at her for like swearing like. Absolutely do yes yeah 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 you, you know and I I've seen that I movie a lot. I haven't seen that movie in 20 years, but that stuck with me all these years for some reason. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, if this is where we're heading, and now it's no so not so far off. I hate to say that. But, but all right, so on the lighter yeah. note, on the lighter note, um, Behemoth is touring in 2021 in Europe with Arch Enemy Carcass and a little – who? hold on. Uh, on to uh, others? Who the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Wow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright, that's enough. Enough. Yeah. I didn't I just I just hit the button once. Oh well there goes thirty oh, okay. there goes thirty seconds of the podcast. Thanks. So So yeah, um if for those who don't know, unto others, and Kevin can describe this better than me, but um they they are formally the artist formally knows idle hands. <laughs> the artist formally knows idle hands. Yeah, man, and uh they were they were on tour with King Diamond. They crushed it. Great opening act. Uh, I mean, you you know when a band's gonna do well because the most of the audience, even for King Diamond, I'm sure, and you guys know better than I do. You've seen Diamond a lot more. If an opening act sucks, nobody's gonna be sitting around watching the act. And and I mean, these guys had it was packed, which I was actually shocked. I was like, and eh, it's probably gonna have like a hundred people kicking around, but the place was packed for them. They got a really good review, and um, unfortunately, because they got bigger uh kind of like with the ghost syndrome you know you're not on the spotlight until you're making money and then of course the band that comes out of nowhere from fucking south america is like oh we already have the name so they uh they had to change their name from idle hands because of uh, a south american um, multi-platinum artist whatever uh has the name and so they kept the, the logo luckily but just changed it so logo still looks the same hard to it's hard not to it's hard to confuse you 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 get it if you see it so i'm not a fan of unto others the name but i guess i would have to ask them why they chose that name i know a lot of people i've seen comments online about it which is funny people are i need to know why you changed it to unto others why why that name i'm just out of curiosity you know a lot more than i do about them um are they in any way like a christian band or religious or anything like that 
No. Okay. Just curious. Yeah, no, no, no um, religious affiliation. Um, that's outright anyway. That's it's not like on their profile. They don't. They haven't really said it. And I can't imagine, especially with lyrics like. Um, uh, I just want to die. Well, yeah, be but uh, all right. yeah. Something like cut it, cut the child from inside your cunt. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not religious. So, I I, I think they're going with. Like, you know, do unto others as they would unto you, whatever it is. I think it's almost like an ironic play on that, where it's like, you know, do unto others. Yeah, like people, doing... Yeah, do unto others. I'm pretty others. sure that's a Bible, a Bible verse. It, it, it is, but I think they're doing an ironic take on it, and they're thinking like, all right, well, they fucked me over, so I'm going to fuck myself over. Like, do unto yeah. others, you know what I mean? They, yeah. they, they, they took, they no, took I... a... That makes sense. Yeah. It's a, it's I, get it. yeah. yeah I get what you're saying, yeah. No, it no, that sense. does make a lot of sense. I was just curious because I know that's that's a definite uh, do it to others is a Bible thing. I'm not a yeah, big no, uh, it, religious it, guy, but in their last EP, it's got a song about suicide on it. So I mean, um, I mean, no, there's no way. And if they were, I'd be shocked. Uh, they also got a side band. Um, the singer plays bass, I believe, and the guitar player in a, in a band called um, Silver Talent, which is awesome <laughs> because Marco. Um, th- this goes back to World Dane. Their singer sounds like World Dane. And they're mm-hmm. definitely playing on the old World Dane stuff from his early days in um, Sanctuary. So, and they do a Sanctuary cover yeah. on their their album. Yeah, you showed me that. I believe you showed me that song. But uh, it's funny too because uh, not too long ago, Doug uh, actually sent me the, the Mayor of Black album uh, from Sanctuary, and I haven't heard it in years. It's probably since like 2012 or so. I probably haven't listened to it because. When they they played the cruise, I prepared and I listened to a little bit of it. But uh, man, what a great listen that was, dude! Yeah, future tense, phenomenal. Cast, yeah, cast future tense. Yeah, yeah. And it's so yeah, funny too. It's great. It really is. He fucking kills that album. And, and future tense, the lyrics are so relevant. Even you know what, twenty something years later, it's yeah. I don't know, man. When when World Bane passed away, it it really bummed me out for just many reasons, you know. Like, See, it it, it, yeah. it didn't really bum me out at all. I'll be honest. I never listened to Nevermore and Sanctuary. I listened to back in the day, but it's been years, so I didn't even realize he was the singer for them. To be honest, I forgot. You know, I forgot. I I read it at one point, but I forgot it was him. So you know, he didn't really affect me in any way, you know. But uh, now you don't he listen does. to Nevermore <laughs> at all. You listen to Nevermore now? No, I never. I never got into Nevermore. No. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it was never my cup of tea, brother. I've heard a couple songs I didn't like, and I had this riffs and stuff that I like that I've heard. But overall, I, I never really liked their their music. But Dude. again, I've never given it a fair shake either. I've never listened to a full album or whatever. It's just like here and there. Listen, <gasps> what tomorrow knows still makes me want to punch a hole. Even though it's not the most, it's heavy, but it's not the fat most fastest. It's just. I'll send it to Marco. It might have been one of the ones you've heard, but just it's one of those ones that makes you want to punch a hole through the wall. Yeah, like what's, the, what's it? The heart, col- the heart collector. Well, that that's no. probably one of my second or third favorites. That that's a little more heartfelt and kind of like I don't say a ballad, but it's a little more, a little more soul that. than. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you what tomorrow knows. It's just good and it's just good and heavy. That's fine. Good and heavy. I'll that bottom girls. Uh, <laughs> make them rock and roll go round. So Kevin, I'm. Hey, um, Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Mario. Go ahead, Doug. All right. No, because I just wanted to shout out, shout out two more records that I've been listening to off the hook. Uh, I want to shout out Nervosa's uh, latest record. Nice. Uh, I forget the name of the album now because I didn't, you know, I just thought to do this now. But anyway, it, uh, it's pretty good, man. I actually liked it, uh, even though they got rid of the Fernanda Lira or she left. Uh, the new singer, uh, Diva, Satanica, whatever her name is, does a pretty good job. She's a death metal vocalist. And it blends, you know, their thrash style with a little bit of death, even a little bit of black metal. And uh, Schmier from uh, Destruction makes a vocal appearance on the album. Oh, the no shit. the new record yeah, is off the hook. Necroceros, off the hook. Uh, it's it's nothing really that different. They, you know, it's funny. Have you listened to that record yet, Doug? I have not, but it's on my, it's on my uh, queue. Yeah, they have a song, and I wish I could think of the title, but uh, that's like, it's weird. It's like a classic heavy metal song. With Van Droon and vocals, so it, oh. it's just like an odd combo. It's like almost like a Todd Latour song with with fucking Van Droon and doing his like deathly screams over it. 
but it's pretty cool. It's interesting. But yeah, it's a lot of more of the same. Solid record, though. But anyway, that's uh, all I wanted to say. I love those freaking albums. I've been listening to those nonstop along with Todd Latour. All right, that's going on my my uh, morning morning ride to work playlist. Yeah, man. Um, so, uh, Kevin, new tribulation coming out. Not a lot of deets on that one, but I'm sure you're stoked about that one. Yeah, it's already mostly out. They keep they've released like almost the entire record, if not the whole record, at this point. On oh no no on shit. Mine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, is I'm it, pretty it, sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure senior senior fluffy shirt left the band too. On the puffy pants. The, yeah, they're they're guitarists that looks very feminine. That one, I think he left the band. See, I call him senior fluffy shirt, like uh, Seinfeld. <laughs> was it, what's the shirt? Their shirt episode of Seinfeld. Yep. Yep. The the pirate. Isn't it what on? they call it? The fluffy shirt. The fluffy shirt. Yeah. Fluffy or fluffy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, something um, like that. Yeah, yeah. He he probably went on to do a Prince cover band, which would totally fit him. His style, his aesthetic, <laughs> like, bam, he found his fucking calling. Um, so all right, so I didn't realize, uh, Kevin. Um, yes, no, maybe so. Like, how do you feel about the newer shit? Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a really good album so far from what I've I've listened to uh, in the last couple of weeks. I mean, what, what's funny about these guys is they're kind of like a light death metal version of Ghost in a lot of ways, and I think they did that on purpose. They're, they're riding that musical line of what ghosts are doing, more theatrical metal. Um, I don't know. I like it. You know, is it my favorite thing? No. But it, is it good and different um, in a world of like, hey, we got to have the fucking 20th wave of thrash metal? Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm so tired of the fucking waves of the same shit. So it is nice to listen to something that's a little different. Um, but yeah. It's good. It's it's good. It's a def, it's definitely a departure of what they were doing prior. And if you love their first album when they were really more uh, death metal riding the line of black metal, then you're gonna hate it. But it's dude, I, I, that's the whole point. You know, I love I love their first album. That's probably my favorite from them. I'm not gonna lie, just because I don't know. It's it's done very well. And then they kind of like did a complete fucking 180, and they did okay with it. You know what I mean? I've definitely enjoyed yeah, the, what. The, they got bigger, you know. They they yeah. were they, they wanted to make money. They didn't want to live out of their mom's basements and, you know, not actually make a paycheck. And they they caught the coattails of ghosts. And they I think that was it. They knew they knew what was what was coming, and they rode that wave. And I think for people who like ghosts but also want something a little heavier vocally, it, it's uh it's just ghost 2.0. I mean that that's what I I can hear it. I can hear the melody, everything. It just reminds me of ghosts in a lot of ways. So not not very Marco approved. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> you yeah, know, I've seen I... Tribulation live actually a couple times. They played, uh, they opened for Cannibal and uh, Behemoth actually. Like I don't know, somewhere I think 2014. They weren't bad live, you know. I just wasn't into it. All I kept watching was the guy with the fluffy shirt. And then uh, they ended up playing uh, Brutal Assault in the Czech Republic, and the crowd dug them. I wasn't really into them, but you know. It is what it yeah, is. Yeah, they, they need to be opening for Ghost, and it'll be, uh, you know, people will love it. They they can, they're, they're lighting, they're they're writing that mainstream line, but I mean, vocally, they'll just probably never get there, but they're right there for Ghost fans, for sure. If you know, and, that, if... and that's what happens with these waves, right? You get these waves, somebody makes it big, and then all of a sudden you got fucking 25 different five-figure death punch bands, you know? Yeah. Or, or, with Ghost, you got Ghost, and then you're gonna have a wave of Ghost bands. It's it's just this is what happens, dude. If yeah. if Go- I mean, if... go ahead. I just want to say, if Ghost and Tribulation were to tour together, they would literally be grown ass men jerking each other off in the fucking st- <laughs> in the seats. Well, I mean, there'd be a lot of chicks. A lot of chicks, man. A lot of chicks at that show. Yeah, you're yeah, thinking about an Iron Maiden concert, Doug. Oh my bad. <laughs> D- D- Doug's been to too many death metal and thrash metal shows. Yeah. <laughs> Especially thrash. It's funny. I think I notice more women at death metal than thrash. I think I think like uh if you don't want to get laid, just listen to thrash all the time. Yeah. It's not a, it's it, not no. A, it's not a good Yeah. Uh, 100%. Yeah. Like the only, the only chicks that show up to fucking thrash shows are like Older crust punk broads who have been in the scene forever, or like fourteen year olds who are like just getting into like quote unquote pizza thrash. Like, but you're yeah, right. I the mean, more yeah, this 
there's exceptions to the rule, Doug. You know, like I've seen you know, there's certain girls I've seen that really like thrash metal, but it's just few and far between. You know, that's all. It, it just depends. seems like that. The, yeah, I don't know. I it depends where you go to, like Worcester versus, like, say, Once in Somerville, R.I.P. You know, like it. There's definitely, definitely different, like, demographics. You know, that bring out different type of ladies in the scene. Vintage Burn is not responsible for what Marco and Doug say about genders. By no means do we it's support not... male-only, yeah. gender-driven metal. We understand that there are some women who listen to thrash metal. We haven't seen them ourselves at shows. We've only really seen the majority of white, sweaty men who who appear not to have showered in a week. But we know you're out there, ladies. Listen to Vintage Burn hey, Podcast. I did say there was a couple out there. I did say there was a couple. So Maybe, <laughs> I maybe in California. But definitely not in New England. We don't know where they are. And and if, if anything, when we say, you know, thrash, if there's like an opening band that's, you know, metalcore or something, you might see more women. But I would agree. Um, except for at a Megadeth show. I don't know. Megadeth show is pretty diverse. Metallica show is too pretty diverse. Yeah, but again, Me- Megadeth, like, has stacked Bill all the time. So they have, like, yeah. a lot to offer, like. Like yeah. They played with a Monomarth one year. They Those are the radio Monomarth. bands, though. We can't. I guess if we're gonna talk thrash, yeah. we're, we're talking about underground thrash. Like, like you're not. We're not talking about radio friendly rock thrash. Yeah, I'm talking about how many people are gonna go see Razor or fucking. <laughs> you know how many women <laughs> go see a band like Razor? You know, or Sodom. Sodom <laughs> actually probably attracts more because they. They're a little more relevant, though, too. They, they've been Need around. A, the, you, know, they, you know, Razor's awesome, too. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. The point, I think we uh, people get the point. Not a lot of women at thrash, thrash shows. We need more women at thrash shows. we got to start a campaign. <sighs> yeah, we'll start our own campaign. is a proud supporter of the vagina. <laughs> Especially at the thrash The other shows. dirty V word. <laughs> so so out, out in Worcester um which Marco and Kevin have both um frequented a lot um this place called Ralph it's something there's actually a good ratio out there um on any given show like they used to have metal Thursdays that ended early pandemic it just got too much but um every every Thursday they have three or four metal bands come out and some bigger nights you know bigger nights than others but there was always a good ratio of like women to men and my favorite part was when the dude at like 11 o'clock downstairs before the headliner came on laughed and all like the hipsters that were downstairs drinking and playing pool would like mosey up thinking they were being fucking cool and all of a sudden like some brutal obscure death metal band comes on and they're just like in their white cocktail dresses, like, like, oh my god! It's like, well, you fucking came up here. No one asked you. You wanted to come up here. Like, bye. Like, fuck. Perfect. Yes, Ralph. The only place that you'll see a power outlet hanging over the top of a dust ball filled <laughs> carcass of a deer head. <laughs> Dude, it's so true. I remember. I remember that night. Me, me and Mark, me and Kevin are sitting there, and Kevin's like. Is that a fucking, like, power strip just, like, on that dusty-ass fucking, like, um, taxidermy head on the wall? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, um, what do they call it? Like, shenanigans? Like, uh, or, like, one of those places that has all the crazy, like, you can go in there a hundred times and never see, you can find something new every time. It's fucking actually kind of cool, but it's definitely a death trap in the same breath. It is a death trap. There's de- Yeah, it's definitely a death trap, especially yeah. upstairs. Hey, Holy shit. I, I don't know, dollar fifty cream ales, ten dollars. Marco shows. Marco is he, he Marco <laughs> willing to die for the dollar fifty cream ales. Well, dude, uh, Kevin, yeah, do remember, Kevin, do you remember the last time you were there? <laughs> Wait, they make food there? I don't even want no, I don't even want to go down this road right now. I don't want to go no, down they're, this they're, road. They're, dude, their burgers are actually pretty good, but I would not touch their chili. <laughs> I I've had it before. <laughs> what they what they do is they they take it they take a Frito bag a little Frito bag they like kind of like peel it back with the Fritos inside and they dump the chili inside and they give you a spoon it's called like a walking walking chili and it's actually and it's actually pretty good Kev Kev do you remember the last time we were there it was after Marco what show was that um, when Chili and Ken were out 
And oh, was, uh, was that obituary? Yeah. Cool Mag's yeah. obituary. Yes, yes. And then we went, no, and then we went to Ral, uh, Ralph's after because it was also a metal show at Ralph's. And I remember oh, Kevin's, okay. most people don't know this, but Kevin's kind of a, oh, we got a woman here, Kevin. Yeah. I can't see her name. Can you read her full name? Um, we have one. Her. We 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 found we we found in the wild jungles of metal we found a thrash female, a wild thrash no female, a thrash maidens. So she says, one woman here, uh, and have been to many thrash shows. Just saying, and in Scotland you don't get that issue with more males than females at shows. Well, mm -hmm. uh. Lawless Scotland, you're gonna you're gonna have to come uh, to the East Coast of the United States and and uh, you know mix the population because it's all smelly dudes here. Yeah, and so, bring Gamma well, Bomb, and, bring Gamma Bomb with you. And let me say this too, actually, uh, when I went to Portugal, I went to like a real underground thrash show, and there was plenty of women there too. It, it seems a lot different when you go into Europe and stuff. Plus, we're totally uh, okay with so the well. accent. I think we we could all use a little bit of the Scottish accent. I would uh, that would be preferable too. Yeah, but yeah, she I just think you're a different is. animal. A different animal over there. Yeah, some America sucks. <laughs> We're not lucky like that. We're just not lucky. Like I said, you might think that oh, the dude standing next to you is a woman, but it's not. I mean, it could be, but you don't know anymore. Can't tell. Yeah, it's, it's just very dude. I don't know. Whole like a sweaty Marco with long world. hair. But all right. <laughs> I'm all done. I've had Some of you are okay. <laughs> I'm tapping. I love it. All right. Well, on that note, I mean, I think we've run out of stuff at this point. Um, you know, just another week in metal. It sucks. There's not much to say. We can't talk. You guys usually, you're talking about your damn cruises and you're talking about the 90 million shows. Doug going to his weeknight shows and everything. Marco traveling around the world, going to concerts, waking up peeing in public places. I mean, it's just not happening right now. It's unfortunate. Um, so I woke up metal, at a few bus stops on a bench in my time. <laughs> the excitement the excitement now is finding a record that came out three years ago that you didn't know about. I mean, I mean, I guess that's always exciting too, but it's, uh, yeah, you know, we, just, um, we don't have much, man. Some of these artists, we know, I would say this, if you're an artist and that is your primary job function and you don't have two to three fucking records written for us uh, to blast, then you are lazy as fuck. And that you are, you are just, you're not going to survive. Once, once you're out of the pandemic, if you don't have a couple records written and ready to release um, over the next three to five years, you fucked yourself. I don't know what you do with your time. Um, but I mean, that's, it's the truth. So I'm super pumped because I think we're just going to get, so much music. I don't think we're gonna know what to do. We're gonna. There's just gonna be so many artists releasing stuff. We're gonna be like, I didn't. I have no clue what's coming out anymore. Can't figure it out. My ears are bleeding. Oh, and another thing. When touring fucking starts, watch this, how many tours come around. You know, yeah. I heard that people are like clubs are booked out. The ones that are remaining open are booked out for like three years. <laughs> It's unbelievable. It's gonna be crazy. The only thing that sucks is they're like, "Oh yeah, we got a show coming in September of 2021." Oh, just kidding. We're postponing it to 2022. I mean, I think that's Dude. the reality, folks. It's going to happen. I don't think, I don't think the world is really going to be, you know, um, on some type of normalcy until next year. Regardless of what you think, it's just reality. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin. Dude, the Circle Jerks. I know it's not your cup of tea, but they announced the tour. For 2022, in a like summer or April of 2022. Jesus. Already. They've already even, announced yeah. that. They announced it like a month ago. I showed Doug that when he was over the house. But it's crazy. It's too much. Oh, <laughs> Doug, Doug got dropped off. <laughs> He's been letting me in. He's on the chat right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Let great. him in. Say our goodbyes. <laughs> My Jesus. Cold. Doug, what we the didn't fuck? Know. We didn't know. Yeah. I wasn't, sorry, I wasn't paying attention. I'm glad I'm that important that you guys even notice I fucking somehow got dropped and you wouldn't we let were, me in. We were too busy replacing you. Uh, Lawless Scotland is uh, taking over for Doug. We we needed a. Mm -hmm. We decided we were going to add a female voice to the podcast. So sorry, Doug. It's been great. 
No, I, I, I feel Wallace is a great replacement. I, I, I'm not even ashamed. I'm, I'm proud. <laughs> Once you cut those beautiful blonde locks, we had to replace you. Well, Slay retired. What the fuck am I supposed to do with it now? <laughs> it was like a month after Slay retired. The fucking hair was gone, you know? Oh, man. He was All just right, depressed because well... he got kicked off the Axe team. <laughs> the Axe team. Oh, <laughs> that's right. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, oh fuck yeah when places are open all right so i got a bunch not a bunch why like a few more things i touch upon but we'll save it for next time it's nothing crazy it was just kind of uh just kind of filler but we 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 did all right for ourselves tonight i think you guys are right uh you know on that note thanks for tuning in again this is our uh monthly bonus episode we normally do uh horror movie reviews so we're going to try to keep on track with this and do two shows a month. Um, we made that commitment. Also coming up, we're going to have a web store available for you guys to buy merchandise, which is super cool. It's really just going to help fund the podcast, and we're going to put it back into technology this year and <clears throat> beer um, for the podcast. So, yeah, um, I'm almost done with the website. I, I think we probably should buy some stuff first to make sure that people actually get shit. That would help. Sounds good. Yeah. Marco, did you buy a mug yet? No, no, no. I, I, I haven't okay. got back on. Uh, yeah, let me let me go on to... and I gotta I gotta go on. I gotta set up a yeah, I mean obviously you gotta set up payment and everything like that. So but I but I um we're we're on track. We said we were gonna do it and god damn it, we're gonna do it this year. So um That's thank great. you guys for tuning in. And uh yeah, this is Kev. Marco and Doug, soon to be replaced by Lala Scotland, unfortunately. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good night. Good night. Where are your mothers? Yeah, I'm giving I'm giving it <laughs> dead air just so that I had Remember I said I just need some dead air until I start? Uh, I know <laughs> I don't remember. So I know where to cut it off. Do it again. Uh, do it it's again. like having a it's like having a grandfather stay with you that you're <laughs> <laughs>